episode of Tea Time. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Urban. I'm your other host, Sandra Sparza. And today, we're going to be talking about the incredibly important and scary leaked document that came from the Supreme Court last night. About Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. So, in case anyone is not caught up yet, this did come just like really late last night that apparently a Politico um, correspondent achieved a leak opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court where they detailed um, a majority opinion to overturn Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood, versus, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which are two extremely important court rulings that protect the federally recognized right for women to access an abortion. Correct. Without the ban, it looks like if the ban is to be lifted, several states across the country would immediately repeal abortion rights and make it illegal completely. Like, that's what it's looking like right now. I have an article pulled up by the New York Times on my phone right now. Automatically, we can see about 12 states would immediately outlaw abortion. Mm-hmm. And then another 8 to 10 would put partial restrictions on. Well, we need to... I don't know. I'm still processing <laughs> this whole thing. It's kind of just really... As me and you both being females, it's a very very touchy topic and it's a scary topic and to Mm -hmm. think that we don't have access to those things anymore is really scary and I just don't understand how we come to this point yeah it's just what we were talking about right before this when we were trying to figure out what direction we wanted to go with talking about this something that I kept bringing up was how um while they are repealing abortion rights or it looks like they may appeal abortion rights there seems to be no plan of action to support women's health care. No. There does not seem to be any changes in regards to that. It just changes rules about abortions. All I'm saying, I feel like all this is, is just like the bill of taking women's rights away. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Because that, like, what's really crazy to me is the circumstances of this and that we're still having this discussion about this in 2022. There's We live in a world where sexual assault is a huge thing and... It's an issue that so many people have had to deal with. And the fact that if you've been sexually assaulted and you get pregnant and you cannot have an abortion, like, how is that even logical? It's Mm -hmm. not even logical in a sense to make, to, to, I can't process that at all. It's just, there's so much, so much of the discourse around having abortions is purely female centered. Yeah. Despite the fact that when somebody gets pregnant, it takes two people to do that. You know, there's no responsibility placed on men. There's no responsibility placed on him even having to pay for the abortion, him taking birth control himself, um, it's all being a part women, of the baby's women, life women. after. Like, there's no, like, responsibility held at all. It's purely... And then women who get pregnant without being married are looked down upon. They're mistreated. They're called names. They're... Like, you, if you ever see those protesters about outside of Planned Parenthoods or other abortion clinics... It's it's brutal. It's like these people are yelling, verbally abusing them, mm-hmm. saying that they're going to, I don't know if this counts as a swear word, but, you know, the downstairs. Yeah, you know? hell. Yeah. It's not a swear word. You can say <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but, no, that is exactly what they're saying. Most people are very relig- religious who stand outside of Planned Parenthoods and who say these things, and it's like, go home. <laughs> like, do you have anything else to do besides do that? Planned Parenthood's what people need to understand is like there's this, the word abortion is such a hot 
topic and people don't like to say it and people don't like to talk about it. But we need to understand that Planned Parenthood is not just about abortions. Oh, yeah. Planned Parenthood provides so much more than just abortions, sexual education, um, contraceptives, like all those things, like sexual education. Even I, just regular health care. Yeah. They do mammograms. They exactly. do just like your standard like checkup like they do just regular health care at the building but people think that they only do abortions there like no, some planned parenthoods don't even do abortions exactly. it's purely based clinic to clinic what people don't understand is they just think planned parenthood and they assume 100 percent abortion but what people don't understand is sex education is kind of very limited and i feel mm-hmm. that what people need to understand is those are resources oh, and absolutely. those are resources not just to females but to males too people mm-hmm. need to understand that this is just we just hear abortion and we just assume like that's all we're talking about. When we talk about it shouldn't be a thing of abortion. This is female reproductive rights. Oh, absolutely. It's a right to bodily autonomy is what it is. Yes, exactly. It's like so much of what I think political people or politicians and religious um, leaders look at abortion as the right to bodily autonomy. They don't look at it like that. They say it or they disguise it as you're killing a child. You're you're a murderer. Is when in reality, you know, I mean, it sounds rough to say it like this, but like the baby wouldn't know any different. It's not yeah. alive. You know? That's the thing. What people need to understand is that pro-choice and pro-life is the stupidest thing I've ever heard heard of. Well, not like just not pro-choice, but like pro-life. Like, what does that even mean? Who are you to say what I do with my body? Yeah. There's it's been what, a lot of discourse on TikTok actually to change the term to um, pro-birth because that's what it really is. Literally what it is. Because, um, like I said, there's no resources being instated for women after they have their baby. Um, I remember seeing actually a Facebook post a long time ago where this woman was pro-life and her mother got pregnant again. You know, 20 years later after having her own kids, she got pregnant again. And she was going to have an abortion, but her daughter convinced her, no, have the baby, have the baby, it'll be fine. And, you know, convinced her. And then her mother had mental issues and was no longer able to take care of the baby. And now the baby was placed in legal custody of her, the woman who convinced her to keep it. And she's like, I didn't want the kid. Why is it being given to me? It's like, you're not, you're like clearly not seeing like the impact. Exactly. There's so many instances just like that, like how, depending her age, like Mm -hmm. for women who get pregnant in their too old to get pregnant and they happen to get pregnant that that's a huge thing it could be affect the child it could affect the Absolutely. women and people don't they're not what the supreme court is not is not processing and understanding those things either just mm-hmm. like it's so easy for a male to walk away when you're pregnant as a female you can't just say Your life the, no changes completely for at least nine months and if you're still breastfeeding after that if you decide to keep your child, yeah, like it, your life is, and again, it's when we talk about a baby. I think there's so much discourse that like it's just a baby. Like people look at it as like an object almost. Yeah, like that is a living, breathing human being. It's a lot it's, of responsibility, and no, it is it for, just for 18 years. Go away. Yeah, yeah exactly. For 18 minimum years. 18 years. Exactly. Yeah, a child is going to be under your protection, under your constant watch. It costs thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars to raise a child yeah. over the course of its life so why and that what if it doesn't make sense to me is we we have all of we talk about all these issues and we have all these problems in our world but then like you want to bring all these children into the world and someone you want a person to bring a child into this world who can't financially support it or can't mentally or physically support it and just bring a child into this world how is that safe that's yeah. not safe. Like, we already have so many problems with the U.S. foster care system, which I could dive into that yeah. for a whole 30 minutes on its own. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, these all you're saying is no more abortion. 
And so these kids that people get pregnant for and they're not ready, they're going to be put up for adoption and then probably not going to be adopted because there's already, I think, 40,000 kids in the foster system nationwide. Yeah. There's not 40,000 pairs of parents who are ready to adopt. There's not. So, and this, having abortion be illegal is going to make those number of kids in foster care go up, going to be less parents who are willing to either foster or adopt. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be less, you know, it's just less access to resources. And these kids who grow up in foster care are more likely to become addicts. They're more likely to be abused. Mm -hmm. They're more likely to grow up and develop mental disorders because they're not being properly looked after Mm -hmm. or they don't have the affection that they need to to develop properly. It's just so many human effects that we don't look at when no. making these laws and politicians really need to look at that i don't even know what they're what the positive of this is like what is it what are they what i don't understand the purpose do you no it's like just, it's just what is it a bunch I, of a pale of a, a panel of a bunch of old white male making men making this decision about a female's body like it feels like we're just going backwards in the world that we're living in it doesn't even make sense Yeah, I saw this one tweet on Twitter, actually, which I brought up to Sandra already, but um, this girl on Twitter said that, you know, how those um, anti-abortion protesters outside of pro-life, when they're trying to convince a lady or person who's trying to have an abortion to not get their abortion, they usually show them pictures of a deceased fetus. What she said that they should start having lawmakers do is look at pictures of women who died in alleyways from botched abortions. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's going to happen is by making abortion illegal, you're not going to get rid of it. It's like we already have this problem with, you know, take underage drinking, for example. Just because the uh, drinking age is 21 does not mean that people don't drink before they reach 21. Yeah. Just because you make abortion illegal does not mean it's going away. People are going to find ways around the law. And the only thing that outlawing abortion does is make it unsafe. Yeah, like a girl tweeted, banning abortion doesn't stop abortion. It stops safe abortion and people are going to die. Exactly. There was, like, I remember already, like, the week after Texas, who has one of the strictest abortion laws in the country, um, it's no abortions before 12 weeks, which many women don't even know that they're pregnant before 12 weeks. A woman found out she was pregnant at, like, 16 weeks, I think, tried to get a botched abortion, and she died. Like, these are, like, these things happen. We need to, like, understand that, like, this is not going to do any good. All it's doing is taking away the rights of females. And how long have we been working to get these rights as females? And if they're being stripped from us. Roe v. Wade was only instated in the 1970s. Yeah. These laws haven't been around for that long. And, like, even before that, people were getting abortions. Let's just, it wasn't not a thing. It's always yeah, been a thing. abortions have always been around in history. They've always, they and they never will go away. Like we said, the only things that will go away are safe abortions. Women are going to die because of, if this law is appealed. That is a fact that people are going to die. Not just fetuses, but women who are living and breathing currently are going to die. And people in general who have, like... If a trans man hasn't had their surgery yet, they could potentially seek an abortion. They could die, too. Yeah, like there's, there's just so many instances where we need to understand that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at some... It says how lawmakers are reacting to, like, the Supreme Court, like, the, being leaked. And it's interesting because you see, like, the conser- there's a, some conservative politicians that um, accuse the liberals of leaking the decision. Um, like Republican Senator Josh Halloway of Missouri says the leak was meant to intimidate the court. And then 
like the it's funny because the conservatives are more like whoever leaked this should be exiled from the community. And then you have right here, um, Democratic Governor Phil Murray of New York said he wanted to assure New Jerseyans that striking down Roe v. Wade doesn't change access to abortion in his state. Mm-hmm. New Jersey will not go backwards on reproductive rights. Exactly, because yeah. we're going backwards. Yeah, Pritzker already released a statement. Um, we're from Illinois, if you didn't know. But Pritzker released a statement saying that Illinois, we are protecting our rights to abortion. It won't go away. And that's going to be the same for every predominantly blue voting state in the country. There are California, Illinois, uh, I think New Jersey was the one you said too. Yeah. Washington, Oregon, um, Massachusetts, you know, like all those like predominantly blue states, abortion is not going to go away for them. The people who are in question are predominantly Republican voting states. Um, and who actually already, if you look at the correlation between those rep- re- predominantly red voting states, actually have mm-hmm. the highest amount of. Um, teen pregnancies, they have the highest amount of um, non-planned pregnancies in the country. And that usually correlates with the fact that they don't have very comprehensive sex education, which we stated earlier, like that's incredibly vital for not just teenagers, but just Americans in general, people around the world. People are very ignorant on it. And Mm -hmm. not being ignorant to sexual education is really important because there's so many things that people don't realize and you need to be self-aware. And also, if you were educated, like sex education educated, you would not be for this. Mm-hmm. Like, you would understand that females already struggle. Like, they should not be having to have to deal with stuff like this. Yeah, it's just there's so many, like, when we think of pregnancy, we just think woman is giving birth to a baby. That's as simple as that. But there's so many different side effects that she's going to experience, the health complications. I remember seeing a tweet actually earlier. Um, a woman is currently pregnant right now. She is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she's four months pregnant right now. But she found out that she has cervical cancer. And she's pregnant. She lives in Texas, though, and she's already at least 16 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. She, she can't get an abortion, and she's going to have to sit there. And they can't treat her cervical cancer while she has a baby because it would kill the baby. Mm -hmm. So she has to sit there for five more months and let her cancer possibly spread because she can't get it treated because she can't have an abortion to get her cancer treated. And that's like, it's so crazy to think about that there's a potential that there's not just killing a child, it would be killing two people. One already living and breathing, who has a family, who has a life set out for them. Like, it's so crazy. People need to understand that fetuses are not children, not thinking human beings. So now, I'm when I remember when I said earlier we were discussing, like, I was like, what is the point of this? What is this going to do? Well, I just found something that says this, and I just, because it's the 14th Amendment, apparently. No state shall deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. A fetus is not a person. Mm-mm. It's like, even with these people who, like, cite the Bible as an example. Um, Where's the separation of church and state? Exactly. <laughs> that, for one. But, two, within the Bible, at least, I grew up Catholic. Um, there's a line in there that says that life begins at first breath. A fetus won't take its breath until it's, you know. Born. Born. <laughs> or, you know, why don't we think about it like this, where, um. Why doesn't a baby already come out nine months, you know? Why isn't it considered nine months old when it comes out? Because, and its birthday is its contraception date. No, we've never looked at it like that, you know? 
Like people only use that heartbeat bill as an excuse to limit women's rights to abortions. And but if you really look at it, the chance of if a baby was to be born at 12 weeks when a heartbeat is detectable, it would not survive. A 12 week old baby is probably the size of like your finger. It is yeah. absolutely tiny. It's not recognizable. It doesn't have a brain. It doesn't have any vital organs that would keep it alive. So if it's best for the female, it's best for the female. Like that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's not. It's it, there's a billion reasons why they, a female could want to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the end of the day, it needs to be up to the female. It's crazy how we're putting it up to lawmakers to make these decisions, and we're just allowing it. And it's crazy how people actually think this way and think that this is normal and we shouldn't be doing this and it shouldn't be a thing. It's like how do people actually like think this way? Yeah. Um, in case you're wondering. Um, the U.S. is not currently... They have a freedom ranking chart online that you can find it. Yeah. The U.S. is not ranked the most freest country in the world or whatever. No. And a large in part to that is because of our women's rights yep. in our country, specifically in access to health care. A hundred percent. It's just we also... in. So if abortion... Like, first of all, no one goes and gets abortion lightly, you know? No, most nobody people, takes that lightly. If they're getting an abortion, it's probably, like, once in their life, maybe twice, you know? Like, people don't regularly get abortions. Like, the idea that people use abortions as contraceptives is so much of a lie. It could not be further from the truth. That a lot of the times when people get abortions, they're really sad about it, actually. Yeah, they're really scared. Yeah, it's not scared. just an easy thing to do. It's not. And it mentally messes you up, too. Like, oh, yeah. Like, when you were talking about how we live in a world where you don't get you don't get resources for when you're having a baby. And I saw this post on Instagram and it says, in a country that offers no universal health care, no paid family leave, no universal child care, no free birth control, no mandatory comprehensive sex education nationally, and offers an abdominal system that makes seeking financial assistance insurance a complete circus. It takes unimaginable levels of audacity for the lawmakers who are instrumental in upholding the aforementioned realities to fight for forced pregnancy and birth. Basically sums up everything we were just saying. Mm-hmm. It's like we live in a country that doesn't give us access to anything. So how? So let's just cut off another thing, I guess. Yeah, it's this whole idea that actually, there's been a lot of talk online that people that they're trying to reverse this decision because the U.S. has low birth rates. That means that there's not more workers for corporations, That's and people crazy. are looking at this entire situation as as like transactional almost. Yeah. Which is so scary. Again, we're looking at, like, it's like lawmakers are looking at people as objects, as tools. When we know, like, everybody has a thought, everyone has a soul, everyone can think for themselves, that we're living, breathing, emotional people. Exactly. And if you want to use that about fetuses and be like, well, they're emotional too, they have the potential for life and all that stuff. Why can't we look at already living, breathing humans and think the same thing? Um, Yeah, there's so many issues. And it's just well, another thing that I talked to you about earlier is just like, there's so many other issues we have in our world and this is what we're focused on. Mm-hmm. Like so many other issues on and this is what we're focused on. I don't know if you've read, but in the past like month, I'm pretty sure they keep pulling females' bodies from the from downtown, the Chicago, the Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah, it's females, already- not males, just a bunch of females. Clearly, something's going on with females around here. Like, how do we not acknowledge these things? Yeah, it's already, there's already a problem with um, rape and women's violence, uh, or violence against women across the country. Oh, yeah. And I don't think this is going to help, you know? 
Yeah. Like, um, it's just crazy. Men, a lot of people think that, like, that, again, we've talked about how a lot of the responsibility for raising a child is placed on women, you know? Well, what happens if those women decide that they want to go up to the father of their child and be like, you need to help me financially raise this child? What if he gets angry? You know, what if he's not ready to be a father either and he lashes out? And just leaves. Mm-hmm. And then you're stuck with, like, you have no money, you have nothing, you have no support. That's it. And it happens to just so many females. Oh, yeah. It's like, if again, if we need, if we're going to put this into play and we're going to outlaw abortions, or some states are going to outlaw abortions, they need to put the resources in the hands of women to properly take care of their child. Agreed. Whether that means health care, whether that means um, financial support for single mothers. I know there was a, a while ago, actually, <coughs> when Texas had their abortion law passed, there was talk of, you know, if a woman is responsible for her child, when does... Or, you know, like, if she's officially pregnant and she does no right to turn back at 12 weeks, is that when, um, what is the word for it? Oh, my God, now I'm blanking that I had that whole rant build up. <laughs> um, oh, my God, what is it? The financial support from the father, what is that called? Child support. Yes. When does child support begin? You know, that's a, it's a good question. Yeah. Because, again, we're placing so much of this blame, so much of this responsibility on women pressure we need to draw men into the conversation with this and i know we like we're always going to say you know hands off women's bodies women should be making decisions about their own bodies but you know if women can't make those decisions men need to be held responsible and be involved in the rest of the decisions moving forward agreed because it is his child also after all yeah exactly you want equal representation you want us to talk about that here you go there's equal representation equal responsibility exactly deserve to it's what it needs to be So, yeah, if you guys feel the same way about us, clearly, make sure to contact your local representatives and your state senators and all that kind of stuff. We really need to push for this kind of stuff to be built into federal law. Yeah. So contacting your state representatives and your senators. Don't be ignorant of the situation. They need to speak up for what you believe in. Yeah. So make sure you're voting the right people into office and the right people at the state level, your local level, too. Use your voice. The Mm -hmm. power of your voice and the power of social media is big. Use it. Oh, yeah. If this is truly a country for the people, by the people, if this is a democracy, they will listen. Agreed. But yeah, that's all we're going to have time for today. Once again, I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Urban, one of news editors at The Vidette. I'm your other host, Sandra Sparza, a news and features reporter here at The Vidette. And we'll catch you guys next time. All right, bye guys.